Hi again, everybody. It's me, JR Man. How you doing? Welcome to your Life's Work podcast. Today is day 18 of the big social media fast, January 1st to February 9th. I'm fasting the big twits, the face, and the Insta, all in an effort to get uh, to move intentionally with the people that I love, the people that I did have moved me, made me cry, the people that I like to squeeze. You know who you are. Today, K Ross. That's right, K Ross, an LA filmmaker yoga therapist, mom, wife, all-around great woman of the world. She's a redhead. She's a ginger. There's nothing like gingers. I'm a ginger. People say we look alike. People have mistaken us for brother and sister, and I like that. Although she's two feet taller than me, so she's better than I am. But anyways, we're going to be talking to her about Hollywood and uh, family and uh, yoga, and stick around for that. Uh, Hey, if you need a spiritual director or a mentor, I'm your guy, Jr. At jrman.com. jr at jrman.com. It's M A H O N. If you need me, sessions are an hour. I guarantee you will change life. Right now, though, here is K Ross. Hello. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Well, I mean, it's a little rainy in Southern California, which is odd, but nice. <clears throat> it's been rainy for a like a week, like a long time for Southern California and I'm predicting another super bloom. Oh, you are? Yeah. Um, uh, people who, uh, we're rolling, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Why does every, is that everybody, I'm not busting anybody, am I? Everybody just knows I'm calling and I'm already rolling, right? Is that the, how that works? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's JR. <laughs> What do you expect? Uh, that's pretty damn funny. All right, tell everybody, uh, before we get nutty, tell everybody who you are. What do you do? What's happening in your life? Give us the bullet. Oh, boy. That's, Give a, us- that's a complicated question. Um, I'm Kristen Ladderbach. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. Um, I'm a semi-permanently on hiatus film person who um, is now going for her uh, yoga therapy degree. So yoga therapy. There are people out yep. there that people out there don't get the yoga. They just don't get it. And I'm like, and you know me, I'm a huge yoga you, guy. You don't get it. <laughs> I couldn't be more into yoga. Like for real. I'm so I've got my mat and my water bottle. What else do you need? What a- <laughs> uh, well, you shouldn't actually drink water in yoga. Okay. Well, see, that's how much I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yo- okay. So we're going to get into yoga in two seconds, but I like telling people like one of my favorite lines about you and I is that we met in a porn show. Yeah. We a porn show. Now it always puts the onus. No, not, just, not just a porn show, a porn conference. Yeah, in por- Miami. Yeah, in Miami, and it always—I feel like it always puts the onus back on you to explain because you're a woman. I don't know—is that like—is yeah. is, that—is that—that's like a bad thing, I suppose. The way I think. <laughs> um. Yes, I was not performing. I was uh, shooting a documentary. Now, because you have a film out, like you're a filmmaker. So, like, what is your I film called? Yeah. What is your film uh, called? Film. It's called the, the that documentary was called Flesh. Yeah, was, and it was about uh, human trafficking. So Flesh, where can we see Flesh? Um, 
That's a good question. Is it, it's got to be online. Be, it's got to be. Is it online? No, it's not. No, it's not online. We have, um, we have, we still have DVDs that we've sold. That's so antiquated now. Um, but you know, we did the film a long time ago. We did it before people were talking about human trafficking as human trafficking. Human trafficking was only something that happened overseas. Like they did, they were not addressing what was going on in their own country. Yeah. So that was like 2004, 2005. Now it's like super popular in terms of, you know, people are aware. There's like lots of organizations that are doing things about it. They're not calling, you know, there's less of the verbiage of child prostitution and recognizing like, oh, these are, these are victims of human trafficking as well, like in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, I can, in 2004, 2005, when I was doing the Triplex Church thing and you and I met, you and I both knew it was a thing, but we also knew it was a thing that nobody was talking about as a thing. Like, it wasn't, like, it, like, even, right. at, even at the shows I saw, it, like, people don't even get it. Like, it was, like, right in front of us. Right. Okay, so you got flesh out there. Um, so, you know, just so you know, over the next 40 days since January 1st to February 9th, I'm doing a podcast every day because I'm fasting social media, all Twitters and oh, Instas. Oh, good job. Right. I'm so proud of you. Right. And let me tell you, I love my Insta. Like, I can't get enough of the Insta. You, you so kind of felt, so you, you like fell away, right? You like said, F this, I'm out early on, right? You don't do any of that business. Yeah, I don't. I don't do any of the social media. Even at, it's a funny like thing because look, you know the um, teachers are striking up here right now, and so someone was. I got some information prior to the strike and sent it to the PTA president, and she's like, "Oh, can you post this on social media?" And I was like, "Oh, sorry, I'm not on social media." Yeah, and she's like, "Good, good for you." What were what were you? What was the main deal that like? Because I know how you are. I don't think you looked at it and went, oh, it's evil. What was your main thing that you got Oh, no, 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 no. What uh, was your you know, it's my, it's my, it's like, like everything, it's my personal preference. I felt it did not enhance Um, I felt like, for me, um, it was, one, it was time-consuming when I could be spending time with my daughter or my family. Um, two, um, I felt like it stirred up for me personally. I'm not saying this for everybody. For me personally, it stirred up too many emotions of like jealousy or just frustration that my life isn't like their life. Fully realizing that like people put out there is not necessarily their lives, but that still doesn't prevent the feelings from coming up. So I just... I, I have felt so, like, much more free. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not turning to Facebook, I'm not turning, and I loved Instagram, that's like my, that was my jam. Yeah, man. But, like, I'm also not, like, spending time, oh, I should shoot this, or, like, feeling like I should post this, or whatever, I just, I'm just living life. Yeah, dude, I, I admire that. I totally admire that about you. I think that's wonderful. Um, it, 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 so for me, like for, this is 40 days about reaching out to the people that I love, the people that highly connect and deeply connect with me. So you're, you're definitely in that soup and have you been in that soup for a long time? Um, you, okay, so let's do yoga real quick. 
Um, yeah. So you were like, a, you are, and, 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 and I, don't, I don't ever think you were. I mean, you are a Hollywood insider because I know you still keep track of the business. And at one point you were firmly ensconced. Um, now you're, you've got a, a, the most beautiful, well, I mean, you have a daughter that frankly looks like me, which I think needs to be explained sooner <laughs> or later. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and you're into the yoga therapy. So give us the quick like version oh of what, what, yeah, I was, give us a quick version of what yoga therapy is. And, and then, yeah, well, give us yoga therapy real quick. Okay. So let me, okay. Let me give you a quick overview of like yoga therapy. So do you feel like you could walk into any yoga class and like feel comfortable and feel like it would help you? <laughs> me? <laughs> Yeah. Well, number one, the no. yes, yes, I think yoga can help me one hundred and fifty percent. Yes, I know, but you, you, but like, if you were to just walk into any class, like in San Diego, yeah. like the cool, hip new yoga studio, would you feel comfortable? Oh my gosh, no, because there'd be people next to me. Hell, and and somebody would probably want to touch me. <laughs> right, right, right. So there's tons of people like you who would never walk into a yoga class. And by the way, most yoga today, you know, we have more yoga classes in Los Angeles, I think, than anywhere else in the country. It's insane. But, like, they're geared for, like, 20 and 30-somethings who are acrobatic, for lack of a better word. You know, so, like, somebody who is 40-plus, who's never done yoga or heard blizzard a little bit, how comfortable are they going to feel or somebody who has experienced some sort of physical trauma and they're terrified that someone might touch them. Um, there's like all of these inhibitors for people going in and experiencing yoga that can be therapeutic and healing and can help them um, with relief from pain. However, they have zero interest in walking into that class because the hurdle of getting into that class is too hard. So as a yoga therapist, you work individually with people on um, a, like weekly basis or monthly basis or whatever. You, you know, you set a time and you come in and you talk to the person. What's going on with you? I'm having that pain. I'm having this or I'm feeling this or whatever. And you work to tailor a yoga program for them that may be just like five minutes long. But they want it. They can do it every day, and maybe build up to ten minutes every day. But it's something you can do every day, and you can do it until you're a hundred. Yeah. Like there's there's yoga that can be done. You know, whether it's simple breathing exercises, whether it's um, you know more advanced poses for those who want that. But it's an individual. Like I could sit down with you and say, "Okay, Jared, what's going on with you?" Oh, your back, your lower back theory. You know what? The eighty-five percent of lower back pain at some point in their life. Okay, great. So, what else is going on with you? Okay, what do you do on a daily basis? How are you sitting? Like, what's your day life? What's your? We're not nutritionists, but like, you know, like what you're eating, like what you're, what are you drinking? Are you drinking enough water every day? Your body is. Yeah, so this is like eighty-five percent water. It, so like it's, it's just some basic stuff. Yeah, so this is a lot. Di- so yoga therapy sounds like a lot different than me going down the street into the studio and having to bang out an hour with the people that I think are going to touch me. <laughs> right. 
it's so totally. So okay, so I like this. Like what you're saying is like this. Th- this sounds good. Now I know you've told me I can take away your back pain, and and that's very intriguing to me. No, I didn't say I could take away your back pain. Well, you know what I'm saying. You live it. <laughs> but what, yoga therapists are not here to cure anybody. They are here to help with pain management. Yeah. Well, I like the sound of that. Let me tell you that. Um, Without drugs. What what's the deal with yoga pants? What what I mean? What is that? What like you know my daughter oh, run, my my daughter runs around pants? yeah with my her, my daughter runs around that's town marketing. yeah it's it's that's it's, marketing they yeah. didn't they didn't like twenty years ago when I was doing yoga that was not what they were wearing yeah I'm just I'm just saying do I have to see everybody's ass hanging out when they're not doing yoga i guess that's my thing like i was listen i was yeah, up i was I up mean, i was up in la last week and minding my own business and here comes a hot blonde with her ass just completely hanging out all over the place i'm like gosh i really hope you came from yoga but didn't have time to change or at least put a towel on <laughs> yeah i mean i can't help you there that's like marketing that's like uh that's your that's your round yeah uh, yeah, right. Okay, so That's yoga. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing is, my thing is, we've gotten so off base with. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, who the hell cares? At the end of the day, it's like people are going to wear yoga pants because, the, in some essence, that's what human beings have been doing since we were birthed in the universe. But that, that's a whole other story. But okay, so going back to the yoga, so a lot of people, even in 2019, still think yoga isn't a cool thing when it comes to spiritual practice. I happen to think it's a wonderful thing in spiritual practice. Um, how do you walk pe- or do you, or, or, you know, what's, what's your thing when you walk people into that idea with, if they're stuck in an old fundamental ideology? Like, Oh, like uh, yoga, some sort of cult. Yeah. Like, like how do you walk people into that? Cause yoga, this is a super valuable thing. Like this is a crazy, crazy, great thing. Yeah. I mean, like, um, yoga can be a spiritual practice. If you choose it to be walking in the woods can be a spiritual practice. If you choose it to be, um, and, I think, you know, like I incorporate my own personal faith into my yoga practice and, um, you know, my faith comes from my belief in the Bible and I try to incorporate that into my practice. Um, I don't think that there's any sort of, um, I mean, you can just do yoga as exercise. It can be an exercise class or you can make it a spiritual practice. I, there, for me, there's no, any sort of, like, fear or craziness that comes around, like, it being a cult, it's it's not a cult, um, it is a great way, and I think the Bible talks over and over again about our breath and about meditation, and I don't think we, as North American Christians do enough of that, of just sitting, being still, um, being mindful. Yeah. I think that's 
that's a message over and over again in the Bible that um, we're to be intentional about what we're doing, about what we're saying, about how we're acting, about how we're moving. And these are all the things that yoga uh, highlights. Yeah, I agree. I, I 100% agree. And, and I, I can't tell you how many people that are in are in my spiritual direction practice that do it and just absolutely find stillness and peace and a real vitality to being fully alive. So, oh wow, that's fantastic. What have you always is this always been a passion of yours, yoga? Have you always been into it? Um, I've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, so you're so, in. So, I was into it before it was as popular as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you're like always been ahead of the curve, man. Maybe. Um, okay. So let's do Hollywood real quick. So give me, so you've been in LA for like a thousand years. Like how long have you been there? 20 years. Yeah. So you've been there 20 years. So you have some very valuable experience going on. If somebody is like, graduating high school, graduating college, they've been bitten by the narcissist bug. <laughs> they've been they they've been bitten by the performance bug and they're coming. They're they're in their car and they're driving through Nebraska. Driving through LA. Yes. What give them your like couple big like do's and don't do's. Oh man. Um well one thing that I thought that is that over and over again, no matter what happens in the industry, like how it's changing in terms of like content creation and all that stuff. I think the number one thing, if you want to succeed is you have to be persistent. Um, You know, you're going to get a lot of no's and rejection, no matter what you're pursuing, whether it's acting, directing, editing, whatever. And you just have to be relentless and persistent. Um, I think for women, it's a much more interesting climate now because there is more freedom to be honest about um, what they're experiencing. Yeah, in the business on that on that side, in terms of like um, the Me Too movement and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I was literally just talking to a couple of girlfriends that I worked with back in the day, and they were like, "Why wasn't this?" Like, why didn't, why wasn't this happening when we were in this position? And in terms of just, like, why couldn't we say these things or whatever? And I was like, because you literally be blackballed. Like, do you not remember? Like, you couldn't say this is happening to me. Um, there, was, there was no space. So I think that, that if you're coming into this, you know, fresh out of college or high school or whatever you're doing, you know, you, it's a, it's a beautiful time for an openness for diversity of all kinds. I think that that's like an amazing opportunity that hasn't been there before. You know, 97% of directors are white men. So, you know, if you're anything but a white man, and you're driving to LA and your aspirations are directing you, you have more of a shot than you've ever had, yeah. which I think is amazing. Yeah, that is a big um, deal. That's a big deal. Everybody's voice now, you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm 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 totally with that. So yeah, so if you're like an Asian Filipino Irish woman with with some Canadian blood, you're gonna do well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm being flippant, so, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I just think it's like an awesome awesome time to be coming into it. Like I think it's great. Did you when because you were on the Fox lot for for a while? Did you experience the insanity of the Me Too movement prior to being the Me Too movement? I I don't think I ever ever asked you or or, or and if I did know that I would kill somebody. But did you experience it? Oh yeah. No shit. Oh yeah. 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 Like <clears throat> I had an incident. It's funny. Um, I have a friend who lives in New York. He's a producer for um, like. TV, mostly sports stuff. And um, he, you know, this was early on in my career. And I was working on a film in New York and was asked to drop off a script to a A-list actor at like 10.30 at night. So, you know, I've always had my spidey senses up in, sense, in that sense. Like, yeah. I've always been very aware of um, those situations and so I called my friend and I was like hey do you want to go with me to deliver the script and he was like sure and for me it was just like added protection right and so we dropped off the script and um, he like you know 20 years later when everything came out with Harley and all this stuff he's like he and I was texting him. He was like, you know, I've always told that story. It was like this amazing thing where I got to meet this actor. And it was like, we went to his apartment and blah, blah, blah. And it was like so cool. And he's like, and it just dawned on me that he answered the door in his robe. Yeah. Like, it was like, I've never thought of that situation as like potentially scary or like terrible or like, you know, all this stuff. And he's like, um, and, like, that's really funny because that's how I lived my, like, every day of my life when I was working in entertainment. You're just, I was, like, always on edge. And it's like, okay, what do I need to do to protect myself in this situation? So, like, you're not only trying to, like, promote and advance your career. You're spending, let's just say, a quarter or 10% of your time. I'm sure it's that's more than that, honestly. Like, how do I protect myself in this situation? Yeah. You know, a lot of people... And t- or the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. I was going to say, and or the comments that people would make about your physical appearance or your sexual history or asking questions that were just so completely inappropriate and making comments about you that were just completely inappropriate. Yeah, the first time that I really experienced... It was, you know, obviously when I was working for Triple X Church, like 2003, 2004, I can remember being at shows and I can remember performers, both women and men, talking about being raped prior to being hired onto films. And I can, and and obviously that's a crazy sentence to say when you're dealing with the, with people who are about to perform in porn movies. But yeah, man, I mean, it, 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 it's, it was definitely a thing for them uh, and, and I don't want to say it was a like they swept it under the rug thing because there were people I, I can remember people like pointing people out 
you know, doing shows or going to have dinner in Hollywood or whatever that were like, yeah, that dude over there like rapes uh, the women before he puts them on camera. Like that was a, I can remember that sentence. Like that's a real, that's a real damn thing. And I would imagine, and I know the Me Too movement has done some great stuff for sure, but I can imagine it's still going on. Oh yeah, it's still going on. <clears throat> I mean, that's for sure. But, um, you know, now some of the fears are like, you know, I have a friend who's an editor, she's female and she's like, you know, now my fear is like, they're not going to hire me because they're like, you know, oh, they're like scared to like say something. You know, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and he was like, oh, it's like a terrible time to be a man. And I was like, no, it's really not. Like, keep your song in your pants and don't make sexual comments about women and, and you'll be fine. Like, is that that difficult? Like, yeah. is it yeah. really that difficult? Yeah, I mean, I worked in the news. You know, I, I go back and forth on this whole thing because I worked in, I mean, I worked in newsrooms. So newsrooms tended to be yeah. like, a, it's like a mash unit almost and like nothing was off base. But, but, right. but, but, but with that, um, yeah, man. I mean, there was shenanigans from time to time. It's a, it, 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 it's a weird, I agree with you. I think it's a great time in the fact that we're going to see some real creative diversity. And I think that's what everybody wants. I think we want creative diversity. Um, and I, and I also think you're right. Like we don't want people walking around the lot in fear of what's going to happen to them because that's just bullshit at the end of the day. Yeah. Male or female. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Male or female. Okay. Last subject as we wind into the 30 minutes here, let's do parenting. So, um, how old okay. is my how, how how old is my daughter now? She is five and a half. All right, five. And, <laughs> she, I can't believe she's five and a half. I'm like, what? Holy crap! And yeah, for the, she's going. On, she's going on thirty. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she's just like my daughter. Okay, so and for the record, yeah. your husband Chad, one of my dear friends. So as I call her my daughter, everybody relax. Don't write me. Um, okay, okay. So, well, you've got to explain why. So I'm a redhead. <laughs> you're a redhead and she was born a redhead. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying maybe something happened. Maybe it didn't. Um, but I mean, here's, here's the other thing though. You and I look so much alike that people often mistake us as brother and sister though. Yeah. Well, that's what I joke. That's our joke. Right. Even with your kids, like yeah. you're my, uh, you're my brother. Yeah. The only, the only difference is, is you have to be taller. Yeah. I was going to say you're two feet taller than I am, which always pisses me off, but that's another story. <laughs> Um, okay, so Aria is five and a half, going on thirty. Yep. Give me yep. Kristen's best parenting thing. So there's people out there. Listen, I get the calls all the time about how to how to parent the kids, um, and so I'm always interested in everybody's like one thing that like has to be a for sure. What's your for sure raising kids? You have to listen to your kids. You have to listen. Break that down. Yeah. Break that down for me. Um, you know, I think oftentimes it's so easy for me to just like be telling her what to do and we have to go here. Like, you know, you're thinking of life. But like, <clears throat> I think it's super important to like sit down and listen to like what your kids are saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm, she's still like five and a half, so she's just starting to like express her feelings about things or her thoughts about things. But if I'm dismissive about her 
you know, thoughts or ideas, what am I telling her about those thoughts and ideas? And also, like, how am I building that relationship? I think with any relationship, that's, like, such a critical element, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not listening to the other person, if you're not hearing them, then how are they going to feel heard? Yeah, that's that's great. So that so that, you know, if, if I can even go deeper, because what you're really saying, yeah. what you're really saying is like, hey, she needs to be known. I need to be known to her. Like what's making them tick? That's the thing, right? What's making them tick? Yeah. 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 And that's and what's funny is when you say she's five and a half going on 30, like that's a thing. It's a thing in my house. It's like. You know, it's, it's like as you listen to them. Well, here's what's funny about kids, right? Like all of a sudden they have an opinion about something and maybe it's not like in line with necessarily your opinion, but they're on it and yeah. it's theirs. And like if you don't pay attention to that thing, like that's that can become a thing. <laughs> very, very quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super quick. Do you, what, and what are your frustration points? Like my frustration points, dude, I've got three teenagers. I can't tell you, I did not think it was going to be this frustrating. I just didn't. I thought teenage years were going to be fun and like moving about the planet and having a good time. And I just find it super ass frustrating. What, what's the big frustration for you right now? Big frustration for me. Um, I think that she, I think for me, like, she's an only child, and so she just requires so much attention and demands so much attention. Right, right, right. Like, she she demands it. Like, hey, mom, get off of your phone. Stop cooking. Stop doing your thing. And she's like, you are not paying attention to me. I am more important than that thing. Literally, that's what she'll say to me. Great. I am more important than that phone. I am yeah. more important than the cooking. I am more important than whatever. And I love her. And, like, that goes into, like, being, listening and being present with her. Yeah. But, like, that's really freaking freaking hard like, to yeah. sit and, like, constantly be present with somebody. Oh, dude, I just. That's, like, my own personal challenge. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm with you on that too. (laughs) The, um, I I just, I look at her and I, well, I look at every parent now who doesn't have a teenager and it's, but it's coming. And I just, I quickly say prayers and like rosaries and like any (laughs) kind of thing spiritually I can do for them people. Because I don't know, man, I never thought like Di and I, we laugh. It's like when we adopted the three of them, nobody ever said, or we never thought, Oh, by the way, they're going to all be teenagers together. And it's like, what the hell were we thinking? I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know. All right. Um, so, so 30 minutes, I only do 30 minutes. Now, part of this process for me has been to let everybody know, uh, individually just how much I love you. And I just want you to know from you have been such like, I can think of people in my life and immediately your face pops up into my mind. You have been an anchor to uh my life for i mean geez it's been a long time now um so you not only you're an anchor but i gosh i love you know i i i I remember you early in your marriage i saw you have a kid i saw you move through your career i watched you make films i watched you raise aria um i see you present day uh number one i love you thank you for letting me be a part of your life and i'm proud of you and uh, you know i love your husband i love how you guys have have just accomplished the things you, not that it's about accomplishment, but I just like watching it. So, and thank you for loving my children. You were one of the first people 
in my in our lives when, with the adopted kids that decided, yeah, we'll take them for a weekend. <laughs> uh, so I thank you for that and loving my wife and loving all the crazy shit that I've done over time. But you have met the world to me, so I appreciate you so much. We love you. All right, babe. Um, Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, anytime. Are you kidding me? And, Any- enjoy, and enjoy your social media free time. It's amazing. Ah, oh, dude. I, it, you want to know the truth be told is I'm really not missing it. The, I mean, I, I have to look at I have to look at uh, Facebook Messenger because a lot of people contact me that way, but it's really not surfing, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right, hug my daughter. Kiss your husband. I will. And uh, I, I love you so much, and thanks, babe. K. Russ, Kristen Lauterbach. Hey, if you need a yoga therapist and you're in the L.A. area, I got the chick for you. And when I say chick, like, I, I, listen, I got to get used to it, too. She's not a chick. She's a woman. I apologize to all the people out there that take offense to that. Um, you can hashtag me at JRMan. <laughs> Hey, uh, tomorrow is day 19. Holy crap, we're almost halfway through. Um, Man, I love you, and I thank you for being with my passion. I really do. Thank you for anchoring in with me and sticking with me. And uh, hey, if you need a spiritual director or mentor, I'm your guy. Um, I also run a little thing called Tabletop Ministries, where we provide pastoral care and spiritual direction to those who can't afford your commonplace therapies, counselings. Man, we could use you. We could use your monthly dough. We could use your monthly cash to keep the thing going. And here's what it does. It provides time for people to get upright again. And there's a lot of them. I work with single moms. I work with people coming back into society from jails. I work with I work all kinds of people that are just needing time and a shot. And that's you. That's you helping me. That's you helping them at the end of the day in transformation. So I need you. So go to Tabletop. I think it's tabletopministries.online, or you can link it through my website. Uh, Either way, we appreciate you. Um, Okay, good people. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.